0: Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where the weather is the dominant feature, Brazilian maize crop forecast below and Russian taxes to remain. The roller coaster ride continues on the grain market with developing weather stories the main driver. Next week will herald another USDA report and we should remember that it was last month's report which precipitated a £20 decline on the expectation of what some might say were optimistic production prospects in some major exporting countries, which enabled them to paint a looser picture on global grain stocks than the trade had anticipated. Fast forward a month, and we've had hot and dry weather in the US Northern Plains, the Western Midwest and Canadian Prairies, dryness in Russian and Kazakhstan's spring wheat areas, drought in the Middle East, including Iran, Iraq, Turkey and Palestine, all of whom are major importers and even some dryness in Germany, Poland and the Baltic states. In the meantime, the Brazilian maize crop is dropping below 90 million metric tons, the USDA said 102, according to two eminent analysts additional demand towards the US. Fears that China will roll old crop US maize purchases to new crop appear to be receding as they shipped in excess of 1 million metric tons this week amid reports that China bought an additional 1 million tons of old crop Ukrainian maize this week, which is not a sign that demand is slowing down. Hopes that Russian export taxes will be lifted took a knock this week when the Russian vice president said that in order to protect the domestic market, the tax will stay in place as long as there is increased global demand for food. Russia is also looking to buy 3 million metric tonnes of intervention wheat stocks from the 2021-22 crop, which adds weight to reports that their 2020-21 crop and stocks were much smaller than official numbers, which would explain the export restrict. Attention will now turn towards next week's USDA report with funds who've trimmed their long maze positions, now waiting for the latest offering from the USDA, who have left themselves little room for manoeuvre. On to malting barley, where the headlines this week, well we've got good crop prospects, uh, markets are nominally weaker and is there a change of plan for lockdown easing? UK crops continue to progress well, and the weather looks to be supportive for the next few weeks. At least this is echoed on the continent, with yields being revised slightly upward to reflect this. Market remains quiet following a buying round recently, and old crop markets continue to see the odd load required where a quality issue has occurred. New crop markets see values nominally weaker over the period with the lack of activity, but as yet there's been little real first-hand interest either. EU buyers have been happy to sit back with the positive crop progress to date. All eyes now on the reopening schedule, noting that Scotland has chosen to delay easing in some areas with hopes that England remains on course for restrictions to be lifted on the 21st of June. As previously mentioned, if you have old crop parcels, worth a conversation with your local open-field buyer to discuss options. Oilseed rape, the headlines, the markets ease back on global news, veg oil complex eases and improved weather in the US remains. A shorter trading week saw a degree of catch-up played early on, with markets on course for three days of gains. Background narrative remains the concerns for US and South American soybean production basis weather issues, global edible oil supplies and the emergence post-pandemic of the global economy. OPEC decided to maintain their focus on curbing production cuts, effectively pumping more oil, which the market took in its stride, basis the outlook for economies reopening and the return of demand. Veg oil markets have followed, with lower palm oil production focusing attention on the soy oil market, adding support. The veg oil complex was additionally bolstered by the news that India is reviewing its import tax, which could lead to a removal and therefore increased demand from the world's largest edible oils importer. Next week's USDA crop production report will unlikely see any adjustment to crop areas and with that could leave the tweaks to the balance sheet until the end of June and the acreage report. With Western economies continuing to make positive steps out of lockdown restrictions, there is a good support level for the markets. Closer to home, old crop markets remain ad hoc with values discussed as and when parcels are presented. New crop markets have reluctantly followed futures markets higher driven by those points mentioned. And pulses, starting with beans, while well, some support for markets in both the old and new crop positions. Whilst trade has been limited to odd loads, there has been some requirements resurfacing for old crop feed beans. New crop markets have seen a number of inquiries with some limited trades. Consumers still focused on the potential size of the new crop, with one or two looking toward a heavier feel to the supply and demand. And peas, old crop market struggling with limited interest for feed quality parcels and human consumption grades, all working to those contracted tonnes. New crop has been all about contract opportunities. And finally, the grain and pulse prices indicator, starting with feed wheat for June 21, 195 to 210 pounds, November, 172 to 178 feed barley for june 180 to 190 november 155 to 161 the price for oilseed rape for june available on request and for november 450 to 455 and for beans for june 215 to 220x and november 197 to 203x